1: The Links and Locks Podcast. Better than most. Better than most. Better than most. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken <laughs> dinner. Four. You got real talent. You don't concentrate on golf. What's up, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Best Bets Links and Locks Podcast. I'm Jason Sobel. He is Ben Everill. As a reminder, the Links and Locks podcast is proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer in New Jersey and Colorado. Bet $1 on any game. Get 200 free. We are fresh off the President's Cup. And if you think the President's Cup international team struggled over the first couple of days... You should see my man Ben Everill struggling (laughs) with the Wi-Fi at the Charlotte airport right now. Benny, you've made it.
0: Oh, barely got onto this thing, mate, but absolutely struggling. Uh, You cannot believe probably a little bit of a sore head goes with that, trying to figure out the the Wi-Fi after. Look, I've always told you guys this. We might lose the cup, but we always win the party. And uh, I think that goes undefeated last night. You might have seen a few social media posts to that effect. My favorite part might have been Hideki Matsuyama's caddy, having the entire American team sign his naked chest and stomach. So look out for that one. You might see that he was a little bemused himself when he woke up this morning and saw that it happened to him, uh, which will give you an idea of how big uh, the celebrations and commiserations were for the boys who, by the way, like I said, they would easily cover that six and a half points,
1: right? Easily, easy. <laughs> they did. I don't know if I said it on this pod or not. I had the exact score dead on. I just wanted a bigger number for that. I said 17 and a half to 12 and a half, but it was only like plus eight fifty. I thought it was going to be 25 to one. I I got it right. Give me a bigger number for that. So in any case, we move on (laughs) to the Sanderson farms championship this week, the second event on the PGA tour, 2022, 23 schedule. And I guess nobody would be surprised if we go back to back, back to back. And what I mean by that is, After the first event of the season, Max Homa defends his title successfully at the Fortinet Championship. Sam Burns is your defending champion at this week's event at the Country Club of Jackson in Jackson, Mississippi, coming off a really good President's Cup where his performance outweighed his record. He was 0-3-2, and yet it seemed like Sam Burns played some great golf. That would not surprise us if he plays well again this week. Let's get to us to it as we do every single week here on the podcast we play 18 holes make 18 bets trying to make you guys some money ben everill you're on the tee swing away
0: i've got my international shirt on and i'm gonna start with an international team member for my first outright play of the week you know i like to do two and start with one i'm gonna go for a man who's got plenty of confidence out of the week sitting at about 28 to 1 plus 2800 or so Christian Bezedenhout. I think that he's gotten plenty out of this last week. Super confidence given to him by Trevor for picking him. Also being able to stand up under the gun a few times in the competition, despite the nerves and everything else. Uh, When he's putting well, he's one of the best on tour. Uh, I think that he will, you know, get a roll on from this event. Now, look, people, it's a long time ago, but back in 2019 off the back of the President's Cup, We had multiple international team winners in the first few weeks of the season that year. Um, This one's coming at the time of year where we've still got the fall. I expect the same sort of flow on effect to happen this time around. So I'm going to start with Christiane Bezadenhout at 2,800 as your first outright pick.
1: I like the idea behind it. We've seen in team events in the past, as you alluded to back in 2019, and it's happened uh, at other events too. As soon as that major pressure is off from the team competition... These guys were already good players, but man, this is easy. I don't have everybody looking at me and relying on me and needing me to win for them, and, and it becomes a little bit easier. So I like that play. I am also going to start with an outright play, a little bit of a long shot. I, I'm getting some Justin Su vibes, and I think I put him in this spot for the Fortnite a couple of weeks ago, and he wound up missing the cut. But like saw Will Gordon won during the Corn Ferry Finals. This is a guy who you probably remember from the Travelers Championship back in 2020, finished a share of third place at that one, Uh, was a recently turned professional at that point. He's had some ups and downs, a lot of volatility in his career. Even the last 10 events he played on the Corn Ferry Tour, tons of volatility. He's got a win. He's got four other top fives. He's also got, I think, four or five finishes outside the top 40. And so he's kind of all over the place. But look, we're betting a guy to win. Or nothing. And so if I'm going for that true upside, I like Will Gordon's upside. He's at 60 to one in some books, might be able to get him a little bit longer. Definitely guys shop around. That's going to be a major theme of this week because when the books opened up on Monday morning and we're speaking on Monday afternoon right now, there were definitely some discrepancies out there. All right. Third all Benny, where are you going?
0: Well, you mentioned at the top of the show, I'm trying to find a spot for Sam Burns somewhere. I'm going to go top five. He's probably a great pick to to win. Look, there's only one thing you have to worry about. How much did he party last night? And I can tell you they all partied pretty, pretty hard on both teams uh, last night in Charlotte. Um, How well is his recovery going to be? That's what's to be seen. But I think you're right. I think he played some brilliant golf, and it didn't show if you're just looking at his results on the scoreboard. And I think he'll be a little fired up for that. So um, don't put the house on it, but I think 300 at top five, um, you know, I could see him winning this event, going away if he's A-games there. He's not my overall pick because of where he's been the last few weeks, uh, last uh, few nights, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does play great.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel the same way about Barnes. And again, I it feels like it could be a repeat of what we saw from Max a, a few weeks ago. He's certainly the best player in this field, so no one would be surprised if he goes out and wins this one again. I'm going to go with a much bigger number for my top five. Matthew Neesmith is a player that on a regular basis, I think holds a lot of value. He was 30th on the PGA tour in strokes gained on approach shots during the last PGA tour season above a lot of big name guys, above a lot of guys that we think of as really good ball strikers. What that means to me is the baseline is already there. We need just a few good putting weeks for him I believe if it's going to happen, it's going to happen on Bermuda Greens. This should be the perfect golf course for him other than, say, a Harbor Town or an RSM Classic. Really like Matt Neesmith this year, and it's 20-1 to 1 for a top five. I think that's a smash play this week.
0: Okay, Yeah, I wish I could find something to argue against you there, but nothing comes to mind, so not a bad one. I was thinking, though, I'm going to throw – an interesting one that is complete contradiction to my first two picks at you. Okay. All right, this is one of those ones in fifth hole. I want to throw out the option because we saw this sort of thing happen after majors last year, uh, occasionally, and that sort of thing. But why don't we parlay up all the guys that did play in the Presidents Cup to miss the cut oh. for a small, for a very small amount. But if you parlay those up, you're going to get some big numbers. Anyone that played. That's I've just said my winner and my top five in the last two picks. But two if you wanna, yes, but if you want to if you want to um flip it the other way, put just a dollar or two on them, both missing the cut.
1: Okay. So we're now five holes in, and Ben has completely contradicted himself, going with Bazadenhoot outright and burns the top five, and then fade Hoot and Burns. That that's what yeah. we're talking about
0: just 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 together i want you to get good odds for them both to miss the cut okay and i was going to throw munoz in there obviously but he's withdrawn this morning so okay um, um that takes a little effort but look i just think i i just think that they're either both going to play amazing or they're not going to turn up at all so that's okay. my cover right like i say, go for the plays that i've called but my weird one is very small outlay put the two of them together to miss the cut.
1: fair i like that all right hole number six Hey, Benny, how'd the Canadians do this week?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. I felt sorry for the boys. The only uh, two wasn't good. Corey Connors. That was as point.
1: bad as I've seen the Corey yeah. Connors. I, I walked with him for a bunch of holes. He yelled four on some iron shots. I mean, Corey Connors is one of the best yeah, I mean, iron players in the world. Just never looked comfortable. Taylor Pendrith, I thought, hit it pretty well, but ran into a couple of buzz saws out there. And so they each went 0-4. Oh we need some good news from for Canada. I know hockey season's heating up. The Blue Jays are playing pretty well. Let's give him an Adam Svensson top 10 this week. He was 12th in his season debut a couple of weeks ago. I think this guy's a really good player. You can get him at 7-1 to one for a top 10 this week. And I wouldn't be afraid to say that two years from now, when the President's Cup gets to Royal Montreal, that he could be another potential Canadian candidate to make the team. I think he's that good, Benny.
0: If you're looking for even more value, add Adam Hadwin in on that because he's got a chip on his shoulder being overlooked for this team. And with his two Canadian mates getting over, Adam Hadwin might be a sneaky good look at. He's not on my list here, um, but I just saw him on the, on the on the board and you've reminded me that I know, speaking to the Canadian press, that he's definitely a little fired up to prove that he could have been a bit of a difference maker on that team. So um, don't be afraid of look at him as well. I love Svensson, by the way, you know that. He's a big I'm a big fan. So yeah, I think he's, I think he's definitely, definitely a candidate for two years' time. Um, all right, so I'll get my top ten. Look, not big on the number here, plus two, two, five, but this is a guy that can also win this tournament. Uh, he's been trending towards victories for a while. Top ten on Denny McCarthy. I think Denny McCarthy's up for a big week as well. Uh, definitely someone you can sprinkle throughout every market if you feel that way inclined. Cuts the dots off of when he wants to. Um, you just feel like it's it's a matter of you know when, not if he's gonna chop one of these up.
1: Yeah, I feel like you're stealing one of my lines there. And I will tell you all about Denny McCarthy later in the podcast. I'll be saving that. <laughs> hint, hint, there hint. You go. Right. Uh maybe you didn't even know it because I use that exact line in something else that we do when we do our experts picks for PGA every week in their fantasy game. So I actually use the exact line. It's a matter of when, not if. I use that line. So I didn't know if you'd seen that from me. It sounds like you had. I need to check my email. All right, email, so you didn't steal it. Because that'll be on there somewhere. I mean to accuse you. Uh, the 8th hole, I'm going to yeah, go with know, the man, guy. It is a good line. Yeah, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the guy. that, And this is sort of a main theme for me, especially at the beginning of the season. Just players that I like in, on a general basis. And I remember watching this guy at Brookline at the Country Club for the U.S. Open this year. And he, he contended for about a day and a half, like first 27 holes. It wasn't a serious title contention, but I watched Callum Tarrant. You know what? This guy belongs. This guy has the, the look of a player who could be a top 50 player in the world in not too long a time. And so uh, in his last eight starts, said three top 20s and just missed two others. I feel like that's a sweet spot to bet him for a top 20 at plus 450. It's a really nice number this week. Wow. I'll have a decent investment in Callum Tarrant. Yeah, that is a good
0: number. Another player that, yeah, it's not going to surprise me at all when you see him up there in the top five, top ten, and a few weeks on, on during this season is that he's that sort of player that is just waiting to sort of prove himself and show himself on the big stage. So, good number while you can get it. Um, we talk about that a lot, don't we? When there's a number there to get, take it. So top twenty, then all right, let's go top twenty. Let's go for more of a veteran what about Scott Stallings. Scott Stallings plus 170. He had a pretty good finish to last season, um, you know, pushing his way through to the the tour championship, etc. much to my chagrin because I'd bet Rob Bolton, obviously a big numbers guy, that that would not happen. Um, he specifically told me he would make the tour championship from before the playoffs, and I said he wouldn't. And he did make that run through, so that cost me a cap, uh, a little bet I had with him. And I think he'll keep that up. He's also had some form in the past that, This event at Sanderson Farms, I believe. What was it I was looking at there? He was sort of um, five for six before last year, um, you know, making the cut. It had a a couple of um, top tens there as well, I think, I believe. So Scott Stallings, a veteran with a bit of form coming in. I think plus 170, top 20 is a good bet.
1: Benny, you mentioned Scott Stallings there. Hmm, might mention that name in just a second, but as we make the turn going from the front nine to the back nine, as a reminder, links and locks podcast, Proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer in New Jersey and Colorado. $1 on any game, get $200 free. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Well, Benny, as we make the turn, we go from the front nine to the back nine. and I'm going to tee it up on hole number 10. And you see my little index card right here. And as we say all the time on the podcast... We do not talk about these things. We don't talk about anything (laughs) before we get on this podcast. So you don't know what I'm picking. I don't know what you're picking. And I have right here number 10, 10th hole, Scott Stallings. I'm picking him for a little bit different bet. First round leader. I'm going to attack him at 45 to one brimming with confidence and momentum coming off his first, as you said, tour championship appearance, the 10 year anniversary of his victory here at the Sanderson farms championship. I like everything about Scott Stallings. This should be a really nice, sweet spot for him. I'm looking for him to attack and go low early. Of course, we're recording on Monday afternoon. No tee times yet. We'll see who has the early tee times. Might give them a little advantage. But hey, PGA Tour, if you're listening, love to sneak Scott Stallings into like a a (laughs) 7.56 a.m. tee time on Thursday. That would really help.
0: Do love that, yes. Um, as I said, the same all the same reasons I gave you. Yeah, I think he's a big good pick, and I'll, I'll pivot then to my first round leader. Uh, I'm looking at a guy again who I feel like we must have mentioned this guy. You know, close to half of the podcasts we did last season, and he just seems to be sniffing around there at good value in certain bets constantly. And that's Chris Kirk, five thousand five hundred to be the first round leader. I just he just pops up every every now and then, and Talking to a few of the guys who've caddied for him the past and know know about him, they tell me that he's starting to put it all together, and we might see him being a bit more consistent soon, which is going to start to bring those numbers of his down. So, this might be a week to have a crack when you get big odds on Chris Kirk.
1: I like that a lot. I don't have him listed here as my picks in the pod, but I did have him in my preview today. Ian Stallings, we, just, we were just talking about Scott Stallings. Ian Stallings went back to back uh, ten and eleven mm-hmm. years ago, and so. Uh, Kirk is a guy that's played well. If you're going to target Kirk, target him on a Southeast golf course more so than other ones. And this is one that Bermuda green should be right up his alley. I've got two guys for the 12th hole for top 40 plays. One is Grayson Sig who's playing some really nice golf sort of middle to late summer. He had four top 30 finishes in a row. And then his most recent four, he's finished outside the top 50 in all of them. So He's fallen off a little bit, but again, this is a guy who should fit the golf course. Taking him for a top 40, and then another rookie on tour, Vincent Norman. No, this is not a a Norman, as in the Norman family who's uh, playing that other tour, like he didn't get the invite. No, this is (laughs) N-O-R-R-M-A-N. He's from Sweden. Just graduated from the Corn Ferry Tour. He's a Florida State product. What I really like about Norman is the fact that a lot of the Corn Ferry players, Got hot for about two or three weeks, won an event, had a couple other top fives, and boom, they get their card, they're on the PGA Tour. Norman did contend for a couple titles, but for the most part, he got his card because he was consistent the entire year. I like that consistency to continue. It already has, in fact, he was 36th at the Fortnite Championship a couple of weeks ago. I'm taking him for a top 40 as well. That's Grayson Sig and Vincent Norman for top 40. Okay.
0: I'll throw a top 40 at you that I think is an absolute lock. How about that? I'll oh. give you an absolute lock because I think he's probably a good top 20 player, but I'm going to give you the the lock at a dollar at plus 120 for a top 40. Another veteran, Kev Drillman. Now, Kevin Stre has, I believe, now, oh, let me count them one, two, three, four top 20s in in the last five years, I think, in this tournament at the event he plays there all the time he's very comfortable there and so for top 40 given he's usually always inside the top 20 uh, i'm going to call it a lock at plus 120 kevin strillman
1: okay i like that i've been waiting for strills to pop in another one of these things so that could certainly happen one of my favorite dudes out there uh one of my favorite dudes as far as not just a good guy but a guy that i probably mention in picks more often than anybody over the past year and a guy that i'm going to keep mentioning because he's going to have a monster year in fact a year from now, Benny, on the day after the Ryder Cup, when we're talking about the American team, I expect this to be a player's name that we have mentioned mm-hmm. that has somehow mm-hmm. gotten his name on that American team. It's my guy, Sia Seagala, who I just <laughs> – he was my play at the Fortinet a few weeks ago. He finished in the Sheriff's sixth place, not too far off. I'm not as high on him at this one. I don't know why. He was 54-hole leader at the Sanderson Farms last year. I'm going to play him here just for some head-to-heads. I, I want to have some sort of investment on Figala this week. I'll have him in some DFS lineups, some matchup plays. Maybe if that number gets a little long, if he shoots, say, 70 in the opening round, and he goes from, like, 18 or 20 to 1 to 30, 35 to 1 in the outright marketplace, I will jump on some Figala at some point. But I probably won't have him outright to start, but I do want to have at least some investment because – He's that good. I'm telling you guys, he's just that good. Yeah, we'll come
0: back to him in a minute. But ah. before we do, <laughs> before ah. we do, I'll give you my long shot. I'll give you my long shot. And it's the same one I threw at you two weeks ago. Byunghan Ahn, Ben mm-hmm. still 80-1. to one. I threw him out there last time, and, and I remember, uh, I think I was texting you after the first few holes of uh, – the Fortinet, and we had, um, who was it that I had picked? The the California kid who was like running near dead last. Matt McNeely was near dead last at the time, yet my long shot Ben Arn was flying into the lead at the time. I was like, well, (laughs) I don't know how to feel about this. But look, Ben's played very well, very good golf through the Corn Ferry Tour of last year and into the finals and whatnot. He's definitely of a high standard. He's another one of these international players that will get a kick out of what he saw and and how fun it looked to be part of the, the President's Cup again. Uh, I expect him to continue. So I just love that the number because he's going to keep chipping away and he's going to have results and you're not going to see 80 and a hundred to one in these. I mean, he's 80 to one at centers and farms and he's good enough to win a top level event. So yes. grab it while you can. Ben, on eighty to one.
1: Yeah. I like that play a lot. I'm actually also going back to the well with a bet that I had a couple of weeks ago. And one that look, Benny, I might just keep betting this because there's value on it on a regular basis. The winner to be in the final pairing, no, is plus 175 at DraftKings. Guys, we see it all the time, especially in these fall events where, first of all, you'll get some young players who jump out to the lead and can't quite bring it home on a Sunday afternoon. Secondly, these are not events where you can shoot 72 and still win. You've got to go low, and so there's a good probability that somebody shoots 64, 65 on a Sunday afternoon comes from three, four, five back and wins this title. And so I love that combination. And to get plus one seventy five on that winner coming from somewhere in front of as far as on being on the course, uh the the players in the final pair. I, I think that's a smash play and I think I'm going to keep smashing it.
0: Yeah I keep smashing it until it Goes bad two or three weeks in a row, I say. The talent is so deep on tour these days. You know people are going to fire at you on Sundays. You know people are going to come from behind. And especially on the weeks where it's like stacked, you know, there's like usually 24 guys within three shots of the lead or something like that. So yep. definitely go the plus money while it's available and while the trend um, isn't going the opposite way. All right, bringing my outright leader, right? My last 17 files, that will be breached.
1: Yes, we're on 17.
0: Okay. All right, so 17, you've mentioned before. You're big on him. I am too. I am going to hit the gala at the 18 to 20 to one that you can find. But just as you mentioned, I do somehow envisage that he may not be out in front at the very beginning. So maybe put a little bit on at the start, but hold back with some extras because we talked about a guy can go low in the final round. You just mentioned it. This is a guy I can see reversing what happened to him last year. He was the 54-hole leader. He got a little nervy and let sandburns fly through. I think he can turn from the hunted to the hunter. I think he will be within three or four come Sunday, and he will go lights out, and that's how he'll get his first win. Rather than being in front by three or four and getting a little nervy again, I think his first win is going to come in sort of Xander old Xander Schofle fashion. Uh, you know what? I'm here, got nothing else to do except try to win this thing, and -hmm. they're going to come off for him, and he'll shoot a six or seven under and win. Um, I just I feel like that's a big chance to happen this week.
1: I'd love to see it. I wouldn't love it as much as I would love my next player to win, 18th all. My favorite outright play this week, you mentioned him earlier, Benny. Denny McCarthy, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. This guy (laughs) is going to win on the PGA Tour, and this seems as good a place as any. We know that he's one of the best putters on the PGA Tour, all other aspects of his, his game have improved greatly over the past couple of years. I do like Danny McCarthy. His odds are bouncing all over the place. You can look him up at Bet Three Six Five and find some some good odds on him there. But I, I think McCarthy is a really strong play this week. Over the last four years at the Sanderson Farms, seventeenth, sixth, eighteenth, and seventh. That means. He is certainly trending in the right direction, and he does like this place, Benny.
0: Yeah, I just looked up your email. As you said, you'd mentioned him earlier, and you sure, sure have said that. You've mentioned his finishes. You've mentioned that we know he's a great putter. Um, like I said before, I, I had him in the top 10, but he's definitely a player that you would want to sprinkle across uh, if you've got some of your units to spare. You know, the, the, the experience he keeps getting from being close is going to put him in great stead at some point. So uh, these ones, while not easy to win, are you know a little lack a little in the depth department. So it'd be great for him if he can knock one of these off. And then again, he's the type of player though who could win one of our bigger elevated events as well. So uh, big future ahead for Denny. I, I like your I like your choice.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to happen at some point for Denny. It's going to happen for Thigala at some point. Let's hope it's one of those guys this week. Thanks to everybody out there for listening to this edition of the best bets. Links and Locks Podcast. Remember, you can find our podcast anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Download, subscribe, rate, and listen every single week to our podcast presented by Bet365. For Ben Everill, I'm Jason Sobel. Good luck with all your bets for this week's Sanderson Farms Championship. Here's hoping you hit the green.